Welcome to On The Couch with James Field and Ian Harris. It's episode 35 for the 28th of February, 2007. Hello everybody, it's On The Couch podcast number 35 and Ian is wearing a bright tie. I am, it's fantastically bright. It's too bright, and you're lucky you don't have to look at it, listeners. That's all I can say. <laughs> we um, need to do something to brighten up the room here. We do, we do. But we'll brighten up with a little bit of talk about our standard format, eh? Well, we'll talk about what's happening in the world of the UK. International. In the rest of the world. Yeah. Content delivery, IPTV. Mobile. Uh, gaming. And uh, any other wild and Results of last week's competition. And we have a new competition this week. We have a great competition this week, actually. We do indeed. Um which is as a result of something I learned on my trip last week to New York, but more of this later on. Indeed. So, in the UK, we have uh, the BBC, who've decided that... Uh, BBC, the British Broadcasting Corporation, those guys we pay all our money to for the licence fees. Indeed, the public broadcaster in the UK have decided they want their own satellite, and uh, they want to be able to broadcast to the entire of the UK for free. Which they kind of do already-ish, but they do it on, they do it on the back of the B-Sky B, the DTH platform, I think. You they do. They broadcast on B-Sky B mm-hmm. on their satellite. They broadcast on well, Freeview, you, which is Digital mm-hmm. Terrestrial in the UK. So they're going for a totally separate and satellite. analog as well. Uh, but they actually want their own satellite, I think mostly because they want to be able to do high definition. Okay. And there's the bandwidth on Sky must be very, very expensive, I expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they want to be able to do it on their own satellite. Uh, now, I'm not really sure, well, it's not clear as yet whether, um, as a customer of the BBC, whether mm-hmm. how much you have to pay for a box or whether you are going to get HD or any of that sort of stuff as mm-hmm. yet. But, but presumably you'd buy a, uh, a one-off box. You need to get cost. it installed and stuff, don't you? I mean, that's the well, that's the thing. You need a dish. It presumably is going to mm-hmm. point somewhere else other than the sky. Because my, my dad lives right down in the, the far corner of England where there's no, you basically, I think, you could watch television in Ireland more effectively than you can watch oh, it in really? England. <laughs> so the BBC, you just basically can't get it. Wow. Um, so he could put a dish up if it would mm. stay up without being mm. blown over. What um, would be very neat is if the Sky dish can actually receive the signals and the Sky box could view them, then you'd only need one box. Well, that's kind of what's happening today, which is why I can't understand. I mean, Sky have a thing called FreeSat as well. But FreeSat for the Sky is just all the boring Sky channels that no one actually cares about for <laughs> You pay £150 for a box and then <laughs> you get all the, you know... Well, I think the other thing that's come up this week has been in the UK that Sky, the satellite operator, is against Telewest or what's it called, Virgin Media, Virgin now. Media now. And so they're threatening to take channels off. Mm. The key, some of the key channels which have some of the major series like Simpsons, Lost, 24, these kind of things. Exactly. Threatening to take those channels off, allegedly because of some... You're not paying us enough dispute, but no, it, well, it, I think it's... exactly the best of friends, are they? No, so. I mean, they're, they're competing for the same, same people. So Absolutely. Interesting. We'll watch that space. Um... Obviously, that's very interesting to us because we're in the UK, uh, but uh, let's move on with a bit of international news. Um, this is something about VeriSign and Intrigue. Uh, VeriSign are the sort of trust guys, aren't they? Indeed. So, I mean, whilst they've made an announcement about VeriSign and Intrigue deciding to combine, mm. uh, there's not a lot of information about what that means as yet, but I think it's an interesting marriage given that Intrigue do, you know, download download and and, um, kind of dynamic download Mm -hmm. of content and VeriSign obviously do domains as well as... Or authentication, isn't it? Authentication and certificates and so on and security, so... So it's authentication and delivery there. Mm. Not this, does it refer also to some kind of um, content protection as well? Or is it just literally, we know who you are so you can have it? It's kind of more, you know, conditional access, if you will. 
What's your uh, authenticated really yourself? Sure. Verisign is very big, though, so it's, yeah. it's a good thing for Intrigue to be able to have Verisign's deep pockets, that's for sure. Mm. Mm. Uh, the other thing happening internationally at the moment is that uh, we've been talking quite a bit about Italy's... Yeah, we uh, thought it was a bit dodgy, didn't we? Yeah. And uh, they've, they've gone away and they've come back again. So With a new subsidy, is it? With a new subsidy, uh, where they'll be able to get a 70 euro discount on the purchase of a digital terrestrial box. Because didn't someone? I'm sure someone took them to the European Court. That was the last I'd heard. Exactly saying about saying it was unlawful. <laughs> it was unlawful to do this, and someone wanted them. It was just unfair, I think. And there was some announcement, maybe because of the government was involved mm. or something. So because uh, yeah. the government there. Berlusconi, who's I guess because he's been kicked out now, isn't he? There's he a, the government's been a bit of t- turmoil in Italy. Mm. Um, I think it's kind of a continued state <laughs> in Italy. <laughs> fluid, fluid, fluid politics, definitely. Um, so it's back on the agenda. Uh, but I think this is more because they, again, they want to do uh, high definition, mm-hmm. or at least get into the trials of that. And so to get people to buy such an, an even more expensive box. Presumably yeah. they need another subsidy. I can never understand this. There's a stat here that says, in practice, four out of five families can watch the digital channels via terrestrial transmitters or satellite. What about the other ones? <laughs> <laughs> Where are they? Are they underground, underwater? Or I just don't quite kind of get that. Maybe they're on the wrong side of the building, but yeah, they Maybe. don't get terrestrial. Who knows? I don't know. Um, so, you know, it's a... Nice satellite covers most of everything, so that's, that's a bit surprising. Yeah. But then even I know in the UK here, the satellite guys claim they have like 98% coverage. I guess that's... I don't quite know how that works either. Maybe people who live under bridges or something. (laughs) Who knows? We'll uh, we'll see. Um, Okay, so that's a bit of the international stuff. Now, content delivery. We Mm. we talked a little bit last couple of weeks about people have kind of cracked um, the DVD, Blu-rays and HD Mm. DVDs. You'd picked up something here. Um, which I'm having a little trouble finding, I must admit. Yes, the <laughs> about, story appears to have vanished from the About industry. from Sliceoft.com, which is a little thick piece about cloning HD DVDs. So uh, Sliceoft is the actual software. You can go and oh, buy right. software that actually allows you to clone DVDs. Or back up CDs, purposes only. And now HD DVDs as well. Oh, right, yeah. But it allows you to sort of back up and they've just... That's right, in case you scratch your HD DVD, you can yeah. get a, you know, take a backup copy of it. Open a stall in Bangkok, all those kinds of things that you could do with it. Yeah, you've got your yes, title to which is kind of on the back of... Have uh, you seen any HD DVDs or Blu-ray content yet? In, in your life? life? Only mm. at CES. Yeah? Did, yeah it looks, looks great. Looks good. Looks I've got great. my new home cinema kind of cooking at home now. Had the carpet put in last night. Yep, but Looking can good. you do HD? I could do 720p. But I haven't got any source. Apple box. I haven't got any source, though. <laughs> but I think yeah, we'll get onto the Apple box later on. But I, oh, I've, right. I've, I went all the way to New York to pick one up. Oh. And, and the guy in the shop said, I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, let's uh, talk, about that, talk about that later. So the cloning HD DVD is on the back of mm-hmm. uh, uh, the fact that some of the guys have managed to find the Win DVD, which is a Windows program that allows you to play DVD and HD DVDs and so on, uh, found the device key. Uh, so and it's a chain of trust here, so the device key unlocks the disk key, which un- unlocks something else. Exactly. So this is the highest level surely of trust you can just key do a they've found so far. So once you've got this one, uh, one would presume you can unlock everything but else. But surely they just do a new patch and change the key. They revoke Win 8 DVD. Exactly. And if you've but got a license... the discs co- that are already out there, they're all... Yeah, but it's a player key. I would have thought that, that you can just revoke that player. It's like having a virtual player. So you Correct. just revoke that player, and if you've got a licensed copy of Win 8, Win DVD eight, you'll just get a patch which will change it from basically one player to another. The, the difficulty is with but once you have the key, you can decrypt the content. Of yes, any existing disc oh, that's in, out there indeed, at the yeah. So it's until um, the new discs are produced, which exactly, have the which the revocation list on it saying yeah, don't exactly. don't play on this device. Um, yeah, so it's a bit of a disappointment for a scheme that 
again, we, you know, we've talked mm. about this before. They spent so much time trying to get this right and adding this revocation scheme and all this sort of stuff. And uh, it turns out they needed the revocation scheme well, sooner than they thought. Uh, Only been out 10 minutes. <laughs> Literally. Um, Blu-ray players. Sony drops, chops the price on the Blu-ray player. Well, this is a big surprise, isn't it? Um, well, this is interesting because it's now the price, the equivalent price of, uh, at least in the US, of the PS3. PS3. Yeah. So you can pay the price of a PS3 and not get in the end of the gameplay. You'd be able to play discs. Um, you get a free game in the PS3. <laughs> or free disc. I think you did get a free free movie or something. I'm sure they gave okay. Spider-Man or something away with it before. You'd um, do something unexpected. But still, it's good to see the prices are dropping. And, mm. and the article we've got here comments on the fact that uh, at least the good thing about the competition is the fact that they're definitely, definitely trying to drive prices down as quickly as possible. Which is a good, good thing. Uh, yeah, because it's dropped. That's a significant jump, isn't it? From basically a thousand dollars down to um, four nine nine is the cheapest. So oh, it's really? five nine nine. That's um, dropped fifty percent in price in yeah. a year. Maybe maybe it's a bit quieter than the PS3. I've heard the PS3 is a bit of a yeah, apparently there's a few on the bit of a fan the, fan yeah. heater <laughs> on the shelves all over the place. Yeah, I didn't I didn't have a chance to look when I was over there. Um, Okie dokie. Um, what are the Aussies up to? You got a little story here about the Aussies. Um, yeah, uh, one of the problems that uh, Australian television has had for quite some time is not enough viewers. That, uh, maybe we have stacks of viewers. Yeah. Well, except that there's so much sunshine and people like to go outside. Even wallabies have eyes. <laughs> uh, is that uh, for reasons un- for uh, reasons known only to the broadcasters themselves? They tend to play the same same great television that you can get in the US and the UK, but mm. do it at quite a delay after the US or UK premiere of these shows. Yeah, well, it's the same here in the UK. You're like one or two series behind, which I guess fuels the bit torrenting of the latest exactly. episodes. Is that and, what this is about? This is what this is saying that uh, it's it's so bad in 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 Australia that mm. people you know love the content, they want the content, they're happy to pay for the content, but they can't. They can't get the content by any means other than by yeah, torrenting it. So they're saying, "Yep, uh, that's what we'll do." So CSI is what nine point three months out of sync. Uh, yep. Why is that? Is there just kind of less TV in Australia? Do they only do eight hours a day or something? Well, they do have mandates as to being able to create local content and mm. so on. Uh, but, uh, but what's I've the missing link? Is there a reason? Have they been told to? I've never really understood why they delay it so much. Is it, I guess they can't really catch up. Once they've been late once, how can they catch <laughs> up other than just showing yeah, the true. CSI channel? That's um, true. But I guess they like to... Uh, there, there is a bit of a history of, of wanting to see shows or series succeed somewhere else and then bring them over to Australia, um, mm. rather than bringing them, you know, at the same time or, you know... Well, I guess it costs more as well, presumably. And we've got to remember that Australia, in relative terms to UK yeah, or any currency, other English-speaking currency, quite expensive it's to quite a small over. country, but it gets, because yep. it's up there, it's not a, a third world country. You can argue with me if you like, but... But it's, you know, it, it probably, people say, oh, Australia, I've heard of that. Big price. And they yeah. go, but hang on, you know, cost per pair of eyeballs... Yep. And the reach. Yep. Um, so I guess that means that they can't afford to take risks with shows, so they want to see it succeed somewhere else and then mm. bring it over to Australia. So the Australian TV industry has been very uh, responsive, clearly, by just ignoring this issue. Yes, <laughs> by doing absolutely nothing. <laughs> and continuing to, uh, to say no comment and playing them all late. Uh, yes. But, I mean, that's... I know, certainly from my recollection of the early days of the pay TV industry in Australia, that's one of the things that held it back, mm. is because everyone just paid it's way too much for all of the content. Yep, and there was just no way there's any return, and I think there was yeah, a lot of blood left on the floor at the end of the consolidation that's, that's of mergers. In, in in the early days, especially with Optus, uh, paid substantial sums for the movie rights. In mm. fact, 
which meant that uh, because of the way the deal was structured and because the uh, Australian dollar versus the US dollar in the 90s kind of went downwards in a big way, mm-hmm. uh, it meant that they ended up having to just try and get as many subscribers as possible at whatever cost in order to be able to... Discount the movie because the, the main it was a business exactly. about not paying the movie studios lots of money rather than getting exactly. revenue from so subscribers. There, yeah. there was no way they could make any money. And I mean, the the industry has restructured now and it's it's on a much better keel, mm. but uh, still. And I guess as it says here that the ISPs in are uh, trying to do something to a bit torrent is is prevalent because of that. People want to watch it, and they're mm. very savvy. The the users in Aussie aren't they as well? They're very technologically on top of sound. Um, I mean the I mean it's. it's proves it's all about the content they mm. want the content they're happy to pay there's for the a content. demand they can't even buy it i mean yeah. itunes and things i mean in the uk we can't even buy stuff on itunes yeah uh, and it's even less the case in australia that you still can't <laughs> buy things on on itunes so yeah Wait, when's, uh, when's mm. itunes got tv programs in the uk it was well this is i think sometime. maybe my, my feeling is that apple tv is delayed not because of technology things it's uh, due to licensing yeah, reckon. i reckon because about they're going to announce some, some of the. I've read a, or I've listened to some podcasts just about Apple TV, and mm-hmm. the a fact remains that just about the Apple TV. Yeah, yeah. The mm-hmm. fact remains there is still no content in 720p available that you can watch on Apple TV. Maybe other than movie trailers, there's nothing you could watch. So why does it have? And it's only 720p. So it's only 720p. Mm-hmm. It's only MPEG4. Mm-hmm. It's not MPEG2. So where are you going to get that today? You can't get that kind of stuff unless you're playing from a a disc-based format. Mm. And there is no. Unless you've used drive. A clone DVD to uh, take your HD well, DVD format into yeah, it. Yeah, or you've done a transcode, or but mm-hmm. even then it may only work with so iTunes stuff on it. So what do you reckon is going to happen? Well, you think it's do I should cancel my order? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It's a, I would presume that iTunes is going to branch out and suddenly start offering um, HD content. And otherwise, why would you bother with that kind mm. of device? Or they'll have to change the firmware in Apple TV so that it can support other formats. Mm. Um, I mean, it's just it's a Pentium processor, so yeah. I mean, there's nothing it stopping it. I mean, once it can, if it can decode MPEG four, it can decode anything else. Exactly. And, uh, so it it just seems there is a gap. Like, what content can it play? And even mm. if you had one of these, um, like we talked about, digital terrestrial mm. USB thing, it can't. If you captured that, most of it is only played back in MPEG two. Even the HD services mm. around the world can't play that back either. So, so what are you saying? You're saying the hype is kind of outrated the product itself? Well, at the moment, there's, it's like a product without anything to play back. Something else, something else coming. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I think it's, it's just a product with nothing to play back on it. Right. But you've ordered one. I mean, you can look at your, you can look at your photos and your music. <laughs> Great. Um, and maybe your podcasts. Podcasts well, I can do going, that on my Wii, so why do I need an Apple TV? Uh, can you watch your podcast on the Wii? You can listen to it. Video them. podcasts, though. Uh, yeah, you can. You can even yeah. watch YouTube on the Wii. Yeah, it's I can know you can watch YouTube, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking, you know, can you actually go and watch, you can't, there's no, um, there's no podcast clients no per se. Type thing yeah, you have to go true. through that, true, true, true. that, uh, yep. the opera interface with a third of the screen is covered with some banner. <laughs> um, so I mean, that's, the, I think, you know, you could watch podcasts on it, but then mm. there's no money there and they're not, some are in HD, admittedly. True. Um, but, uh, only about one, I think one Mac break. <laughs> Yes, Which, I mean, th- there's also been some talk on the content side in the US this week about um, uncapped downloads as well. And in the yeah, US, so it's turning out that they are capped. It's 200 gigs. I mean, I, it, I recently changed my ISP thing. I'm, I'm down to two gigs. Two gigs? I thought I'd just lower it to two gigs because I'm not, I'm not a torrenter. I don't do this kind of stuff. And True. I just, I do browsing and I do watch the odd bit of movie clips and things like this. But mm-hmm. I figure I'll wait for them to write to me. If you go over the limit. Yeah. And don't they just 
cap, you know, just no, apparently they just, or something, or they? no, apparently they just say, oh, you, you've used too much. You go, oh, okay, right. bump me up or something, you know. <laughs> but I don't know, are you limited? Are you capped? No, I'm completely unlimited. Are you sure? Is there a, is there a glass ceiling you just can't see? I don't think so. At least. Keep torrenting, see when they get decked. <laughs> well, see, that's, that's a good point, actually. I don't do any of that sort of stuff either. But, yeah. um, but it's when you hit the ceiling, and I guess in the US mm. people are finding they are hitting the caps. Uh, or right. the ISPs will start, as we've heard from some Chinese ISPs, they will actually uh, do some sort of rate shaping and just throttle back the, the mm. torrent uh, ports. You know, I've experimented with BitTorrent quite a bit mm. to try and, you know, as a technology, I'm yeah. very interested in peer distribution and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and I've used it to download uh, Linux distributions mm-hmm. and... Um, legitimate. Legitimate stuff, stuff is what I'm yeah. trying to say. And every time I've done so... I've got really ordinary performance and I'm yeah. downloading, you know, major stuff that... You I know, suspect it's ISPs throttling it because I it's just... I can't imagine, you know, what exactly is going on because... Mm. And then when I've gone to FTP, you know, we used one of those uh, FTP clients that allows mm. you know, FTP from multiple sites yeah. simultaneously. I've been able to get... Roastingly fast. megabits yeah. worth of yeah. bandwidth of the stuff down in, you know, mm. a tenth of the time compared with BitTorrent. So I think, I mean, BitTorrent solves the problem of having one service. Yeah. So I mean, I had some stuff called like Speed Download, which does multiple hits yeah, on the exactly. same FTP and assembles it. Yeah, performance than BitTorrent, so. Yeah. No, I've, um, I've, I, I do agree with you there. I think that might be just ISPs getting wise and just a standard config is. Maybe so. Just, you know, throttle back. Um, maybe so. I also saw, on, you know, there's been Oscars week um, this yeah, weekend. Right. Pirate Bay, one of these great torrenting sites <laughs> has said Pirate Bay slash Oscars <laughs> so you can, so you can, all the Oscar you can get all the Oscar movies you know instantaneously as they come up but that's customer service view yeah, <laughs> they're, on, they're on the ball aren't they yeah I mean they know what they're doing but six obviously, months over there. obviously I don't go there so um, yeah, but we've heard I've heard about it yeah again listening mm-hmm. to other podcasts um, Microsoft patent spat this is about the MP3 thing isn't this it this is very interesting this is uh, Microsoft originally paid 16 million dollars mm-hmm. for the rights to use the MP3 codex this was some in, time ago yeah like 2001 I think mm-hmm. it was uh, MP3 codex in their media player in Windows. And they paid that to Fraunhofer who exactly, were bought by who, Lucent who were bought by Alcatel. Right, so right. Fraunhofer who uh, invented well it. The, yeah. yeah, well known as the inventors and the, and the, uh, the people that you pay. The IPR to, holders. Exactly. Yeah. And it's always been a which you know, MP3 encoder or And it's the MPEG LA, it's the MPEG licensing authority which I think is probably administered by VIA licensing I think as well. Again, that's, that's right. just how they collect it's money. It's all very complicated how it all works but mm. Apparently one patent fell out of the bag and Lucent picked that up. <laughs> Didn't go in the deal and <laughs> they found it and said, ah. Look what we have here. The lawyers smiled with glee, rubbed so their hands together. And after Arcatel bought Lucent, they said, uh, yeah, well, Mr. Microsoft, let's uh, cough up for that. Uh, what did they ask him? 1.6 billion or something, is it? Um, 1.5 billion? 1.5 billion. That was pretty close, wasn't it? That's a lot of cash. And this is, and the judge has awarded it, right? Well, the jury said. They're now, they're now kind of saying, mm, okay. The jury said, yes, definitely, you are. Uh, you did infringe this patent. I, have we got any info on what the actual patent is, or is it just... Well, this is the thing. I, I've done quite a lot of research to try and find the patent that, that they're talking mm. about, and I can't actually find any reference to it. I've got another article in a minute that talks about a different patent that I have some information on, but the, the real question is, which, you know, what is the patent that... that you know, there's two patents, apparently. What, which, what do these patents actually cover that MP3, which mm. is really MPEG-1, Layer 3... Audio yeah, I mean, it sounds is not covering. And is it a fundamental? I mean, the whole this is where they have and patent lawyers that specialise. Well, exactly, in but yeah. if this is the case, then it's not just Microsoft that's in trouble. It's every other. This is it. But Microsoft, MPEG you know, you go with the guys the with world. you sue the guys with the deep pockets. 
first. True. You know, that's, and that gives you enough money to see the other guys. Well, true. And even the, the software that we use to put this podcast together mm. has a, an MP3 encoded decoder, which you pay an extra fee for because really? uh, the money goes to the Fraunhofer dudes. Okay. But then iTunes, for instance, but, is free and well, yeah. does MP3 well, encoding as well. ITunes, you use that to do the MP3 encoding on the podcast, <laughs> don't you? I've seen it. Actually, it says, we do. We do. Yeah. So what does that mean now? Like, uh, is Apple the next one? On, you know, next Maybe they've paid. Week? You don't know. I mean... Which, who do they pay? Well, this is, it's all, I mean, it's about a matter of building up your patent portfolio. It's like an arms race in a way, in a way right. with intellectual property. <laughs> so as long as I've got IPR, which I think you're infringing, and you've got some that you think I'm infringing, right, we, we can say, okay, no problem. You, know, <laughs> you sue me, countersuit. You know, and so yeah. eventually there's a climb down, but you know, the lawyers make lots of money. Good for them. Um, and as you said, you know, this is going, you know, Apple, Samsung, SanDisk have been sued by Texas MP3 Technologies, which this bought is, this is a US one. patent from two Korean inventors. I mean, yeah, these, uh, I've about? looked at this patent, and what this patent describes is a portable MP3 player, which is exactly what it is. It says it's got a battery and a processor mm. and a way of decoding MPEG, MPEG-3, MPEG-1 layer 3 content. In a, in a device with a battery. In a device with a battery that you can and run a processor. with and you have got a display and so on. So they've, uh, they've got a patent for an, MPEG, an MP3 and, player. And um, Apple, we reported in one of the earlier episodes, has already um, gone in and whacked uh, was it creative yeah creative that was more the UI interface, that was interface, UI yes. based, based so yeah. Yeah, all these that's my word of the week by the way haptic 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 interfaces are these human user interfaces which are gesture based oh really did you know that? so we for instance that. we'll come on to a bit of we action in a minute haptic interfaces yeah, yeah, there's a new word for everyone h-a-p-t-i-c there we go true or false that's it <laughs> maybe that should be the question um, anyway um, what are we doing here now? Uh, IPTV. Yes. What it is? I'm going to a little conference. We're both going to swing by to conference uh, next it's week. The IPTV World Forum. Forum. Yeah. One, I think it's they say the World Forum. It seems to happen every month in a different city of the world. <laughs> that's right. So that's um, around the world. And the connected home thing. So we might have something to talk about next week. Very interesting as well. to see what they come up with there. There's a few announcements coming up on that, mm-hmm. so it'd be good to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do have a report from Adams Media Research. Who? Tom. His friends. Tom. Yeah. Tom. Uh, Tom Adams is betting the video downloads will ramp up gradually as Apple TV and other white-labeled internet TV devices win acceptance among consumers. I think gradually is the wrong word here because they're saying it's going to double every year until it gets to $4.1 billion in 2011. <laughs> you which wishes. Is um, pretty big. Like, that's a big number. That's so has he quantified what it's worth? It's money. Not at the moment, it's worth nothing. <laughs> uh, no, this is sales of video downloads. Right. So right. it's now four hundred and seventy-two million in mm-hmm. two thousand seven, one point two billion in two thousand eight, two billion in two thousand nine, and so on until it hits four point one billion in twenty eleven. Fairly reasonable bet, isn't it? Really? Well, I mean, if you look at over the last couple of years, what it constitutes downloads. I mean, if I'm got my satellite DVR at home, am I downloading stuff to store on my Good DVR? Question. I guess it's the classic kind of you know, like Love Film in the UK. Yeah. You can download stuff. Netflix, you can download. I download stuff. it via the postal service. That's not quite downloading. <laughs> I don't think. Anyway, it's. No, I think it's a. It's a reasonable bet. He's betting on it. I'd probably put money on him as well. You know. All right. Um, Go Tom. It works for me now. Apple TV. I got my little email last night from Apple. Oh, they, they actually emailed you and said they emailed me and said very sorry James, due mate, to some sorry, final James. tweaks. It said final tweaks. Something like that. <laughs> I think it's that's the <clears> precise <throat> yes. words. Final tweaks. Uh, it's not going to be ready yeah, until about this, mid-March. You? I think it's the content. Really? It's the content deals aren't ready. I mm. mean, we spoke earlier on, you, know, you can't get stuff out of it. Um, at 720p, it only plays MPEG-4. Um, so it's a bit like the... It only outputs at 480p and above. Really? 
I believe so. I don't think it does anything other doesn't than... Doesn't do composite output? Doesn't so my do television's just not going to RGB. I believe it's RGB and uh, com- uh, RGB well, and HDMI output. Component, isn't it? Component yeah, component output. and... Um, and HDMI. HDMI, that's it. Well... You have to support... New television for me. You I need think. to support 480p. I was buy one too. 480p and above. Um, My television's not... Hold out. Happy. Hold out, I should. Um, well, so, I look forward to seeing when yours arrives. But I was... You know, I time. went... Um, what was last Saturday? It was the 25th or something. Mm-hmm. And I went... I was in New York and I made my 7 a.m. Freezing cold. I went to actually Apple New York. Apple New York. Cool store, you know, the glass. Hours, well, it? it is. Yeah, that's why I went there at seven a.m. because it was jet lagged, and I thought <laughs> well, might as well. What we do? Oh, well. So I had breakfast, and, and nothing else in New York seems to open till ten from a shopping I know, perspective. For the, the city that never so, sleeps. Yeah. You know. Well, I didn't sleep much, but that was the jet lag. Um, so I'd get up and I did my bloggy thing, and then I'd get mm-hmm. up and um, I went to the Apple store. I've been to a number of Apple stores, um, and aside from the fact it's. Uh, it's cool just by Central store. Park on the corner. Nice. And it's uh, a big glass cube on the top of this kind of square. Cool. And you just, it was very cool outside, <laughs> to say the least. Um, but then I went downstairs into it, and it's just a big sort of open plan office. I went to the Genius Bar, and a guy helped me fix my iPod Shuffle. The Genius I, Bar? Yeah. <laughs> and there's this guy. Sorry, mate, you're not smart enough for this. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He said, oh, you seem to know what you're talking about. And I said, yeah, I kind of, I bluffed my way through. But he, he, did, he did fix my iPod. Which iPod did you get fixed? Well, he, uh, I've got this iPod Shuffle I listen to in the car, uh-huh. which is a bit, it's easy. you don't look at the display, no distractions, you're just driving. Uh-huh. Um, but he was very savvy. I went in and I said, look, you know, this is broken. He looked at me and he said, oh, this is a replacement one. And I said, how did you do that? He said, oh, it's the serial number. And Ooh. then he typed it in. That's why he's at the and, genius bar. Uh, well, I guess so. Um, and he, he typed it in. He said, oh, you know, and you uh, got this in China. And he said, I've got good news and bad news. <laughs> he, said, he said, the bad news is I can't give you a replacement because this is from China. And we, uh-huh. do, and we can't replace them here because they have, we have this uh, in Europe and, well, everywhere except the US, I think, this restriction of hazardous substances. Yes. So products which are made for the US market can have hazardous substances in them. <laughs> yes. Lead, so basically lead he, couldn't, he wasn't allowed to give me one or take it back or uh. there was something like that. So what did you do? Uh, well, I said just I got him to reset it so I could use it. But anyway, I said, you know, where's the Apple TV? And he said, oh, I don't know, they're just, it's not here. I said, well, what's going on? Ooh. But clearly, I mean, it's a bit weird to say it's coming out on the twentieth mm. or something. It's very unlike and then, Apple to like. You know, we're, well, over like a week, that. a week later, they say actually it's going to be late, and it's not just late. The weird thing is, it's not just late in the UK; it's late in the US as well, which mm. seems they might have some global licensing deals for yeah. something. That sounds uh, more like it because they definitely get it out for the. I mean, after after Jobs saying it's mm. going to be out on this date. Yeah, he's. But they must admit they did announce it extremely early, so that's a bit announcing it that early is potentially problematic. Um, so that's a that's a bit of a weird one. Um, so anyway, maybe in a couple of weeks' time, episode thirty-eight or something, we'll be able to talk about <laughs> we'll Apple see TV. What's happening with and you can Apple decide TV whether to use it. I'm sure um, you'll love it, and it'll be just the best experience. I guess, moving on to mobile, uh, mm-hmm. I mean the iPhone, the the Oscars, they ran an ad. We tried to watch it just before this, before it <laughs> killed Firefox, and we all had to fall over. Um, <laughs> it looked like yeah, a great ad. For it looked like a great ad. Um, so they're trying to fuel the fires uh, mm. of, of iPhoneness. Um, iPhone and rumours that it may be coming to Europe faster than before, or you know. Really? But we'll wait and see on that. Um, Are you going to get one? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I can, it depends on the deal. At the end of the day, if it's tied right. in with some crazy contract, right? Um, but I'd consider. I'd seriously consider it. Um, we uh, did you send me a wee mail yet? I tried to. Uh, those of you've got wees at home, number. so now you have to put my wee number in your wee. It's remarkably then. unintuitive to work out how to fill in the address books yes. and all this kind of stuff. I've, I think I've entered your Wii number last okay. night. 
Okay. Well, hopefully it'll just spontaneously start. I think we both have to enter the Wii numbers and then it yes, stuff happens. We should be able to. Yeah, and I have an, another buddy of mine has sent, I've sent him a Wii thing, but I, I sent, you can send emails to people. Yes. If you say it's not a Wii, it's a person and you can send them yeah, out. Yeah, I've sent emails out. But you don't want to send very long mails, I must admit, the Wii. type on the screen. It's um, but I have been playing baseball with my mother-in-law. Right. On the Wii. <laughs> oh, on the Wii, right. On the Wii, yeah. <laughs> I've not been getting and the bat she, and whacking her over the head. Was she batting or was she bowling? You take it in turns. Have you not done baseball on the Wii? No, I haven't. On Wii Sports. There's, mm. um, it, it, as she said, it, you get to learn the rules of baseball fairly quickly. Right. Because most of the hits, if you do hit it, miss. It sort of goes, foul ball. Right. So, but it is, um, it was having fun, actually. Uh, and I also found the training mode on the Wii as well. What do you do on the training mode? Uh, again, in Wii Sports, there's some thing, bizarre menu, which has got like a dumbbell or something. And I you can do, and like, on. I mean, you, you've got this brain age thing for the DS. You get uh-huh. your Wii exercise age or something. Uh, and it keeps the Wii also, I've noticed, keeps a diary of every time you use it. Mm. In the, there's a calendar function. Keep track of... And, it, you know, even if you turned it on, it says, Wii turned on for two minutes. Yep, Which is a bit no scary big brotherness. I think that's that, to keep parents happy with... They can is that the parental thing? It's I've turned that off. I've said, you know, give me porn. <laughs> but it hasn't I haven't seen that no, yeah, I haven't quite found how that works but, um, you, should try no, but the, t- uh, you should try the photo channel because that's really cool but the photos that you have to plug in yeah you just get your memory card from your as long as it's an camera. SD card right yeah and shove it in the have front have I got an SD card and go on and you can then see the pictures I think I've only got XD draw on them I don't have an SD card in my camera so. oh you've got some Sony I've got XD camera, I've got a Fuji camera uh, actually and my, my phone's got a um, memory stick I visited the Museum of Modern Art actually in uh, in New York as well. Very, right. uh, very interesting, actually. I'd recommend it. Not um, just art. They've got things as well. So, uh, very from helicopters. And, the... Well, I took photos of things. Oh, really? <laughs> with right, my sorry. Phone. Yeah. But I haven't, I haven't used the photo thing yet, so I'm sure it is cool. Good fun. But the training thing, I won't admit what my training age was, <laughs> but it, it does agility, strength, and stamina. Right, cool. It's got a little three quotient thing, and then goes, you're an old man. Um, so <laughs> give, cool. it, give can, it a try. You can improve. You can... And you can choose which sport. I think I did tennis. Okay. Because I'm not very good at that, but but I did fun. what I went to the I went to the Nintendo World Store in New York mm-hmm. and the idea there was I was trying yeah. to get another set of controllers because I wanted to get a full right. set of four Right. so when I get my mates around we can have a that full, would be good full tennis thing tennis right? with four players would be great but yes. not only did I have to queue for half an hour in the Nintendo World Store in New York um, it took me a long time to explain to the guy I didn't actually want a Wii <laughs> <laughs> and I just wanted to get an extra pair of controllers Right. and he said I could only buy one one of each item sir and I went, mm, okay. I said, so, but then I bought an, an, ish, an issue of uh, Wii Play. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Wii Play? It's lots of mini games. Yes, yes, yes. Because um, that comes, that comes with a free controller inside, yep. or free. Um, mm-hmm. And I also thought I'd buy some Wii points as well, because they mm-hmm. seemed like a deal in the exchange rate. And it, I, did, I was reading the back, and it did say, you know, only applicable in North America. And I've subsequently right. found that, yes, my Wii is, and I should have thought about this, I have a PAL Wii. Yes. But not only is it PAL, it is region specific. Uh-huh. So my Wii Play is obviously it's an NTSC game, I guess. Will only play in North America. Right. So uh, my Wii points, <laughs> bizarrely again, will only work in North America. That's um, I entered them in and said, these are not valid in your region. So as a consequence of that, we have a little competition <laughs> in this, uh, <laughs> just for those North American listeners. Uh, I guess it's Canada and the USA. We have a copy of Wii Play. I have mm-hmm. nabbed the controller, so <laughs> copy of Wii Play and 2,000 Wii points are on off. I have, prize. I must admit, I have scratched off the thingy on that, but as I said, I could not use them. So <laughs> 2,000 Wii points and an addition of Wii Play to um, any listener from North America who would like to send us something 
interesting, witty, or amusing to anything at all. <laughs> anything at all about to feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com. That is That's the one. Feedback at onthecouchpodcast. And Ian, who who was the lucky winner of our we prize have, last week when we gave away what did we give away last week? It was a uh, solar powered universal charger. charger thing. Yeah, exactly. And our winner is uh, David Drummy from the UK. Brilliant. Well done, David. Uh, keep on listening and uh, keep your comments back. I've been approached by a number of people in the last week who've listened and really, we do love your feedback. Um, no podcast will be complete without something wacky. And Ian, you have a network connection to Mars, apparently. Well, this is the thing. I mean, when we colonize Mars, and I intend to be there, and I'm stating on the record that I Sometimes I'm I think you are on Mars, Ian, <laughs> already. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, I intend to start the first uh, pay TV company on Mars. Uh, so you've heard it here first, but if we're going to get all the data over there, right? How are we going to do that? Like on my in my ISP uh, between my house and the nearest Counter Strike server, there's a latency of about 15 milliseconds, which is very very good. It's pretty good. Uh, you can play it up to about 150 milliseconds before you get fragged all the time. <laughs> that's right. Uh, I tend to get fragged all the time anyway, but that's because mm-hmm. I'm not a good player, not because of my lag problem. But okay. when you're on Mars, you have a 20 minute lag problem. So they're all going to get nailed in Counter-Strike. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> they're in big trouble. The robot invaders controlled from Earth aren't going to work too well. <laughs> so uh, what we've got, uh, we've got Vince Surf, who actually is a guy. What a great name, Vince Surf. I think that's fantastic. Um, he uh, helped def- to, to uh, invent the TCP IP protocol back mm-hmm. 20 years ago. Right. He now works for Google, of course. Of course he uh, And he's uh, working with NASA to design a protocol that can be used to... Uh, transfer data back and forth to Mars mm-hmm. uh, with such an amazingly high latency latency problem. Right. Uh, so it just talks about the fact that, you know, it's a real problem when you've got interstellar. interstellar Maybe that's why these Martian probes, they've got some guy driving on Earth <laughs> and he's going, whoa, back up, bang. You know? <laughs> right. I'm sure it's not like that. But, yeah, it's um, 20 minutes is a long time when you're <laughs> running into rocks. <laughs> that's why they travel really slowly, actually, isn't it? I think. Uh, probably. Probably. Mm. So there you go. So, you know, we, we think we have problems with latency uh, using VoIP and things on planet Earth. Yeah, but just yeah. imagine if you're trying to have a conversation with someone on Mars. It's just going to be hard work. Well, often I feel I am having a conversation with someone <laughs> on Mars. I did look at some cool video conferencing stuff today, but we, I don't think we have time to talk about that. So No, maybe um, next week. Maybe next week. Did you, you have know. a big lag when you were on your video No, conference? it was pretty low, but then the guy was only in the room next door. Oh, <laughs> <That> <laughs> but really I did have another conference with some guys in Texas, which was really weird because I didn't know... I mean, having a video conference about nothing with people you've never met. Well, it's about like talking to people you've never met. That yeah, but you can see them and you're, they're in your face. This point, is quite, it was a different it. kind of right. video conferencing. It was one of these new mm. high definition wow, virtual cool. presence things. From, Did uh, it feel like you're actually there? It felt uncomfortable because we didn't know these people, <laughs> right. if you know what I mean. And they were there. Well, so it did feel, I mean, that's, but that's not a positive buying experience oh, okay. if that's the role I was in. Um, <laughs> you needed... Um, you need to have a purpose. You need to know, have some reason to do it, not just right. let's look at the technology because in that scenario, it's not the technology mm. that is important. Mm. It's the people. True. Uh, and, and, the people. and it's making the technology transparent, mm. enabling you to do what you normally do mm. is what it's all about. And I think that's, that's true for a lot of technologies. I mean, we, that's, we that's tend to get true. freaked out by the technology, but at the end of the day, it's about doing stuff which yeah. is more fun, yeah. easier to do, or yeah. just quicker. The technology enables you to do something yeah. like Precisely. that. Precisely. Uh, do they call that engineering? Mm, maybe they do. I don't know. Anyway, on that point. Um, end of podcast number... 35. 35, they brilliant. So send us an email. If you're in North America, you can win some great prizes. If you're anywhere else, we'd just love to hear from yeah, you. Yeah, sorry. So. Terms and conditions do apply. 
whatever that might be, and then we might make them up as we go along. Okie dokie. Cheerio from me, James. And it's goodbye from me, Ian. Have a great week. Bye.